I'm a little bit high, but I felt very compelled to make this episode because I had a realization today. What the fuck is going on? I should welcome you back to the show. Hi, welcome back to Good Girl. I'm Jules. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, guys. So a few months ago, I have been wanting to like get into incense. No, no, no. That, that's such a false way of saying this. I've been into incense and spiritual, whatever, obviously. I burn incense all the time. But I ran out of it is really all I was trying to say. And so I found this shop in Hollywood. I mean, it's not like they're hard to find, but um, whatever. It's on Melrose. If you live out here, it's called (laughs) Incense Pro, I think. I don't know. Okay, the guy in there like kind of like read my energy. It was like this whole thing. Anyways, at the time I was asking him like what I should buy, like what kind of incense I should buy, what's good for what. I was like, I'm really focusing on abundance right now. Like point me to all your spells, (laughs) like (laughs) show me the way. (laughs) So I'm like in this shop and he's like explaining like crystals and stuff to me. I'm like really into this stuff. I just don't know a lot about it yet. And there's like so much to know when it comes to like incense and crystals and sage and everything. So I just like to ask questions because they know way more than I do. So I was asking him like what kind of incense I should buy, whatever he recommends me this like beautiful red one that I have in my home. I cleanse my aura pretty regularly because when I was at this shop, he told me to be really careful. He said, there's a lot of jealous energy around you. And he kind of was like trying to figure, the way he looked at me, he was like, what the fuck do you do? Like I could tell that was his energy. Like he couldn't understand why there was so much jealousy around me, but he was like, it's like a lot, like you need to be really careful, like be careful who is close to you, be careful who you share things with. And at the time I was like, oh my God, so crazy. And then some things came to light recently and I was like, that's what you were fucking talking about. That's crazy. Anyways, so ever since then, like I do cleanse my aura. I used to cleanse it once a week. Recently, I've been feeling the need to cleanse it like every day. And so today I was cleansing my aura as I do and I set off my fire alarm. So I thought I was like, does this mean the fire truck is going to go? That would be so embarrassing. Like imagine (laughs) what would I was just cleansing my aura. Like I have nothing else to say. Like there's a lot of hating ass energy around here. I had to like basically set my house on fire to cleanse myself. Anyways, so that happened to me tonight. That is my riveting Monday night. I got high and set off my fire alarm because I was cleansing my aura. You know, recently I was talking to a guy and he asked me what I like to do on the weekends. And I actually hate that question. Like if you're going to ask me any dating question, ask me anything other than my fucking hobbies. I don't really know what my hobbies are. Like, and then I sound so pretentious when I talk about my hobbies because I'm like, yeah, I just like really like to work like even in my free time, which is true. Okay. Like that's not a complete lie, but it just makes me sound like so pick me workaholic. It's like I say that and then they kind of look at me weird. So I'm like, oh, I like to work out. And then it makes me even seem more pretentious. And then I'm like, I don't know. I like to read and go hiking. Like, it's like, how do I tell you that today I watched three hours of Desperate Housewives? Like, how do I say that? in a sexy way. Like that's just not really cute. So I never really know what to tell them. And it like gives me anxiety when they ask about my hobbies because this is my hobby. And it's like, how do I explain to you that I just set up a camera, talk to a mic in my room? You know, it's like, how do I, it's actually not that hard to explain. I just like feel like people think I'm like pretending when I tell them that this, my hobby is like working more, but it doesn't feel like work. So I don't really know where I was going with this. Oh, yes. So I was talking to this guy who 
whatever, ask me about my hobbies. And so I kind of, I went through all those things and then he, I could tell he was like, that's it. Like, that's all you like to do. I was like, Oh, like I need something else. So then I said cleaning. Okay. I said cleaning. I said my favorite thing to do on Sundays is like clean and cleanse my aura, which is true. Like that is true that it's not me trying to pretend to be anything. That's literally what I like to do on Sundays. That's like my tradition. Like on Sundays, I love to clean my house and cleanse my aura. And so I was telling him, I was like, yeah, the last time I did it, like I changed the lighting in my room to red because it matches my sage stick and the, or my sage. And then I like was in my window, like cleansing my window, cleansing my own aura. And I was like, I know my neighbors were looking at me and totally thinking this fucking witch bitch, what is happening in there? And he laughed. And then he was like, that's kind of hot. And I was like, is hot. If a man isn't telling you that cleansing your aura is hot, it's because he should be cleansed. If anyone is wondering how I'm adjusting my standards this summer, I have now added must think cleansing aura is sexy. Okay. I'm just going to spill all the tea about guys recently because you guys, I, the universe really decides to test me all the fucking time. I love the universe. Like the universe always has my back. I could not love it here more than I do. Honest to God. But I will say things And sometimes I get a few tests thrown my way and I'm like, okay, fuck. So recently I literally said it in my how to manifest a man episode. Actually, I said that I was taking sex off the table with anyone who talks to me, or maybe this was even last week. Maybe I said it both weeks. Who fucking knows with me every week I say something. And then that same week I get tested. So the other night me and Taya were just like feeling like fucking around, which has not happened in a while. We've been good girlies and we've been we've really just been lazy girlies and we've been staying in our house. So we were both kind of like feeling a vibe and we go out just for like a casual drink. It was like a Tuesday. Okay. It wasn't even anything crazy. Just a regular day. We go to the sports bar and we like know the manager. It was like his birthday. We're like, Oh fuck. Like, I guess we could go out, you know, like why not? Like, it'll just be quick. Like we won't be home at five. Like I, I literally told Tay that in the bar. I was like, I'm down to go out, but like, I just have to be home before 5am. Like that's my only request. Like I can function well on like that much sleep. Like it's fine. Like that's my limit though. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so doable. We could totally do that. Famous last fucking words. Anyways. So we go out and (laughs) this is like literal days after I had said that I'm taking sex off the table. And I was really proud of that. Okay. A few days before I had talked about this guy that I had met recently who turned out to clearly just want to fuck me. And I like never responded to him. I ghosted him. And I was really proud of that because I have compromised like what I'm asking for for men in the past, whatever. So I was really proud of that. I'm like riding this high of like, yes, like I'm keeping my word because with dating, like, like for example, I was like celibate and then I fuck somebody it's and it's not that I would get upset at myself for doing these things it's just like my mind changes kind of quick so sometimes it's a little hard for me to judge did my mind change or did I do something I didn't want to do I understand that might sound like bitch what how do you know I don't know but that's my qualms sometimes what was I talking about this is why I don't do episodes high guys like this is fucking why I'm not even that high I'm just like just enough high. Oh yes. Okay. So we go out a few weeks ago. We had gone to this other club and I thought the DJ was like really cute, but I wasn't going to talk to him. And in my head, I was like, whatever, it's fine. I'll see him again. Like no big deal. So I see him on Tuesday and I'm telling Tay, I'm like, oh my God, like that's the DJ that I thought was really cute from this one club we were at. And she was like, go ask him if he was the one playing. And I was like, oh, like 
okay so I go over and I'm like hey did you play at blah 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 and he's like yeah I play there you know this many times whatever so then we start talking he's hitting on me whatever so I start to hang out with him later in the night and then he just kind of gave me some energy that I honestly didn't love I was like oh I was kind of off it and he was like trying to get me to come home I was like "Mm," like I'm good like I'm just gonna stick with my friend like it's fine like no worries. No worries. It's all good. So then like me and Taya go to hookah as we do. And I'm like all proud of myself again. I'm like, look at me go. Like I said no to this guy over the weekend. I'm saying no over here. Like I'm doing so fucking good. Like I'm sticking to my word. So proud of myself. So then we're at hookah and this guy starts to make advances on me again, (laughs) different guy. And I'm like, oh my God. Like I just let my self-breathe after like being like no 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 it was like not today satan for everything i was like no no," you know and then i'm like fuck okay whatever and he's like hot i'm like god fucking damn it and i've been kind of horny lately guys like i haven't had sex in like two months and so i'm like oh fuck i end up fucking him i end up coming home at 7 a.m me and Taya came home at 7 a.m and i'm like home and i'm like how did that just happen and it's funny because I have been single for a while. So I guess if we want to talk about sex, I have more casual sex than I have committed relationship sex because I just haven't been in a committed relationship for a very long time. And even then I don't have it a lot just because I don't love sleeping with new people. I'm a Taurus. I like comfort. I like to have either no sex or a lot of sex with one person. I don't really have very many settings. So this happens and I'm like, okay, interesting. I didn't really know how to feel about it. But what I did notice, I don't have like the post nut guilt anymore. And I feel like I really used to struggle with feeling guilty after casual sex. And to be honest, I still do. It's just very, very much in the back of my head. Like I don't really think about it that much. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, interesting sort of vibe and if the sex is good then I'm like okay cool whatever let's move on you know like I try not to dwell on it but I remember in college like my very first like one night stand hookup situation was actually in Vegas and we didn't actually fully have sex we kind of started and then decided to not continue for reasons that I will literally not say on this podcast you might you guys might get it out of me eventually but right now I'm not gonna fucking talk about it because that shit was so weird anyways so that was like the first time anything sort of ever happened with like a one night stand kind of vibe but I remember after that I felt so guilty I felt guilty for like three days I felt dirty and I didn't understand why I felt that way because I wasn't a virgin like I'd had sex before I remember when I lost my virginity I had that same like dirty confused feeling because it doesn't feel like you're actually supposed to feel that way so it's very confusing why you do feel that way because I was like I remember the first time it happened when I lost my virginity I was like trying to understand why because I lost it to my boyfriend at the time like we were technically in like a committed relationship right like we'd been dating for a while by the time we actually had sex so I remember like having it and I was like this is so fucking weird like I don't understand why I feel this like insane guilt and then I honestly didn't have it again but then I started like hooking up with guys and like I felt like every time I hooked up with a guy even if it wasn't necessarily a one-night stand there was always a sense of like guilt after I always didn't feel 100% right about it like I walked away just like ah like 
you know, there's like a part of me that felt that way. And I feel like even when I was in situationships, like there was always a part of me just like being so hyper aware that I was just like so intimate with someone that I either don't really know or that I'm not dating. Like I always sort of had that feeling and it's so crazy to me because I've really worked on the shame that's tied to my sex life. I feel like there's so many ends of the spectrum. It's either like you're considered promiscuous or not enough, but then everyone's kind of like, but do what makes you happy. But then it feels like there's still rules at the same time. So I guess for me, like what I'm trying to understand on like my whole sex shaming situation and like all the guilt that I sometimes feel when it comes to sex is really trying to understand where it comes from. Like I did grow up in a very religious household. Sex wasn't something that was ever talked about. And it's been never talked about in my adult life guys the most sex talk I've ever had with my parents is them yelling at me for having a podcast where I talk about sex it's actually so fucking funny (laughs) that that's the only time we've ever talked about sex is because I talk about it online I can understand where that like feeling of like shame and guilt comes from like from my upbringing but I also feel like a lot of it's societal I guess like I just don't understand like exactly what drives it I think I'm trying to figure out what sex really means to me and I'm trying to figure out how to heal from like all the trauma I feel like I've inflicted on myself because I don't feel like I have sexual trauma in like a traumatic sense, it's more so baggage. Like I would call it baggage, not really trauma. And it comes from like men over-sexualizing me and really looking at me for my body or my sex appeal first before anything else. And then either loving that or judging that and me valuing a man's opinion about my sex appeal and how I am in bed over anything else that he might value about me and using sex as like my leverage and like the little thing that I have with you. And I talked about this a while ago when I talked about sex being like a security blanket for me. And that was the first like conscious realization that I had where I realized I did have tendencies to use sex to keep men around. And I still struggle with that. Like I'm not going to pretend like that just disappeared overnight because I realized it. It's actually something that I struggle with right the fuck now. Like any guy that I talk to, it's very hard for me to like actually understand what I want from them sometimes because in my head I always am like well do you want to fuck them and I only think that way because I assume that that's what they want from me and you know like even when I do hook up with someone I feel like the need to explain it like I'll justify it by like oh he was cute or he was this or like instead of just being like I don't know I just kind of wanted to fuck and it is what it is like I have noticed that I do that a lot with myself like I try to be like well I don't do this often and like I don't fuck everybody and like I I make it such a big deal when it's like the only question you should be asking is like did you want to do that did you have fun are you happy with your decision if you're not happy with your decision how can you adjust your future decisions so that you don't have this feeling right now where you're unhappy with what you did so it's not about like oh I should feel guilty and like oh fuck like I'm kind of a slut like it's not about like that negative self self-deprecating talk where you're like talking yourself down from a place of like not even respecting yourself and then wanting other people to respect you like those two things don't work together but it's also just like understanding that sometimes you are not going to be happy with something that you did and that's okay that doesn't mean that you horribly fucked up it doesn't mean you have to like really be mean to yourself about it it just means that you can be like okay I don't love that so how can I avoid this feeling next time how can I actually 
love what I do next time. Instead of feeling like you constantly have to justify everything that you fucking do or come up with so many reasons. And so like I'm noticing that about myself and like Taya is like the voice in my ear that's like, I don't care if you like feel guilty. Did you want to do that or not? Like, and if you wanted to do it, then there's no reason for you to feel guilty, which I totally get and I fully agree with. And I don't want to feel guilty either, but it's like something that I don't understand why it keeps resurfacing because I feel like I've worked really hard on like my confidence and I honestly think it ties not even to my confidence at all. It really ties to the value that I have chosen to place on myself. That's where like the guilt comes from because anytime in my life where I felt guilty about something, I feel like it's because I'm not acting in line with what I deserve or my highest self. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel right because it's not me or because deep down I know it's something that I just shouldn't be doing because it's not in line with me like I deserve better it's like that feeling of like oh no but I I deserve better than this and I've had that feeling so often in my life and it's guided me to such good places and I think the one place where I struggle to understand it is in like my dynamics with men and I think because I tend to assume that like guys really only want to fuck me I kind of put myself in that playing field and that's like the first thing that my mind goes to and that's why I like obsess over my body so much and that's why I obsess over clothes clothes because I'm like valuing something about myself that doesn't really matter when you compare it to all the other parts of me when you compare it to my intellect when you compare it to everything else that I could offer in any sort of dynamic like sex is like the last thing like it's so minuscule I guess compared to all the other things that I genuinely do love about myself I think I just have understood the easiest way to get attention or to feel secure with a guy like the easiest way for me is sex and I I noticed something about myself recently where I don't have a problem having a one night stand like I don't actually have an issue with that would I have an issue if I did it every weekend probably I don't imagine that feeling very good for me but in general I can have a casual hookup and I'm fine like the guy that I just hooked up with, like I thought it was weird because he was like doing so much. He like wanted to cuddle and then he like, I was fine leaving and not having his number, wanted my number. And it's like when in situations like that, I always look at the guy and I'm like, are you just doing this because you don't want to seem like an asshole that you fucked me and never talked to me again? Cause you don't have to do that. Like I'm fine. But then there's the other part of me. It's like, well, what do you care? Like you get to decide too. Like if he just wants to fuck and you don't want to fuck, there's something you can do about that. If he doesn't want to just fuck and he wants more, but you only want to fuck, there's something you can also do about that. Like you don't have to be so passive. And it's weird to me because I'll get guys who ask me out and I'm like, oh, like, I don't know if I want to go. And like, there's part of me that's like, this could be really fun. And then another part of me that's like, ugh, do we really want to do that? And sometimes I get confused by the voices in my head and I don't understand. I just don't get my thought process a lot of the time. Like I don't know what I really want sometimes. And it's only with men. With everything else in my life, I'm so direct and I know exactly what I want. But the the weird part about sex now is the fact that I can have casual sex and it doesn't bother me like at all. But getting to know someone is so much fucking scarier for me. Like, it's terrifying. Like, the guys that I've slept with, I don't feel like they have any part of me. Even guys who, like, have my nudes. Like, it's not a lot, but there's a few floating around out there somewhere in the universe, you know? I don't care. I don't feel any type of way about men who have had access to my body. I feel a type of way about men who have had access to my mind. 
because I think I lead with my body and I lead with my sex appeal. But deep down, I'm like, this isn't me though. Like you could like this part of me, but like this isn't actually me. Like this is me. Like everything that goes on in my head is me. And it's hard for me to like make that distinction where I'm like, okay, you could get to know my brain. Like I, that's like the last thing I want to do. Like it takes me a very long time to actually open up and allow someone to intellectually stimulate me. I can have a good conversation, but really like being vulnerable is like with how I think is like the scariest fucking thing to me. And I could have sex all day and it's fine. Like it won't bother me. I won't care. But when it comes to my mind, I'm like, oh my God, like, no, I have to protect you at all costs. Like, because if somebody like doesn't want to be around me because I talk too much or because of how I think, like that's so much more of a hit to my ego than for me to be like, "Mm, they just wanted to fuck and that's not what I wanted. I'm sort of struggling with it, I guess, because I love that I've made so much progress in like not feeling guilty about sex. I just want to lead with what I actually really value about myself. And I mentioned this two weeks ago on how to manifest a man where I said that I read Jay Shetty's book and he was saying, whatever you value about yourself is what other people will value about you. And that has lived in my brain ever since I read it. And I really can't stop thinking about it because I'm realizing that like, if you don't think that you are the rarest person that anyone could be around, if you don't think that you're like, absolutely so fucking hot and smart and talented like if you don't think those things you're always going to put yourself around people who don't think those things about you and if you have any like ugly fears about yourself about your personality or your hopes your dreams your fears like anything that is just like ugh, like I'm so afraid of that being true it's because on some level it is true and you realize how much of your fear just like disappears when you face it head on and you're like, okay, what's really going on here? And I have to do that over and over in my dating life where I'm like very obviously afraid of something. Like right now I can see that I'm very afraid of letting someone into my thought process, into my emotions. I'm very afraid of just letting someone know who I really am. I'm so comfortable presenting the things that I know people like about me and that I know will always get me a good reaction. Like that's so easy for me. I could do that all day. It doesn't feel hard. Even like having a deep conversation with someone, even having emotional conversations, I could do that all day. But when it comes to like really breaking down the walls that I've built around my heart and my head, especially my head for some reason, like I would rather do anything else. Like I would rather eat chalk. Like it's actually fucking crazy how it's gotten to this point. But in hindsight, I don't think it's ever, I think it was always like this and I'm realizing it in my adult life. And I think that is like the beautiful part about moving through the world and interacting with so many people is that a lot of people put a mirror of you right back at you. A lot of people are a mirror. A lot of people are karmic connections that are meant to come into your life and teach you so much about yourself. And you are robbing yourself if you do not look in the mirror, if you choose to look away, if you don't want to take accountability, if you don't want to face what really happened in your dynamics, you're robbing yourself of a crazy fucking experience where you can really realize how your life is being impacted by the way you think about yourself. Like everything in your physical world is a representation of what you think about yourself. When it comes to love and dating, I really release all my limiting beliefs. And I don't even say I try to, I release my limiting beliefs. When I think about the person that I am ultimately 
destined to be with, like my husband, my long-term partner, I have the best ideas for that. I have the best manifestations for that. I have the best beliefs about that because I genuinely see what I actually fucking deserve. When it comes to like my long-term partner and like love, like actual love, I hold nothing back in my manifestations, guys. Like I script my love life. I literally, like if you read my journal, you would definitely think I was like fucking clinically, clinically insane. Not just cute, delicious. No, no, no. Clinically insane. But I don't care because I a thousand percent believe it. Like I don't have any doubts. Like when I think about who I would end up with, no doubts. And it's so like, and I've been trying to wrap my head around that. I'm like, how do I have like the most healthy beliefs about love? Like I never think it's going to be hard for me to find a partner or that I'm even going to have to date so many people and have so, I don't think, I think it's going to happen so naturally. Like I just literally have the best beliefs, but I have written them down. I've scripted them. I've like drilled it, ingrained it in my head to just be like, no, like I would never put something in my reality that wasn't like a literal fairy tale because fuck it. I just want one. Like, why not? And it's weird because I feel like I see that and I see all the steps I'm taking to get there. And it's like all these little adjustments of like really seeing my rarity. I love saying like seeing your worth and stuff, but like something about seeing yourself as rare just makes you understand that like you really are that rare and no one is ever going to talk to somebody who is like you. And if you're around someone who doesn't appreciate you, it's probably because you don't appreciate yourself or you might appreciate things about yourself that are different than what anyone else does. And you feel like it's like too weird and no one is really going to get it. But I really can see that the times in my life where I've closely associated myself with people who obviously don't see my worth or value or respect me was really because I was not giving that to myself in the first place. And I realized today with guys, I was like, you would save yourself a lot of headache, a lot of stress and annoyance if you just told yourself all the things that you want guys to tell you. If you just made yourself feel that way all the time and you stepped out with that energy of like, I know, like I'm not stepping out because I need you to tell me anything. I already know. And I'm here for a good time. I'm here to be with my friend and I'm not looking for somebody to validate me right now. If I'm the one telling that to myself first and I'm telling myself, you're rare. Like spending time with you is so special. Whatever I want to tell myself, I'm the one who's going to benefit. And if I'm like dumbing myself down or putting myself in a small light or being like, it's fine. Like I'm really not that special. Then I'm going to act like I'm not that fucking special. And then everybody around me is going to also reflect my belief of not being that special. Like everything is a fucking mirror and you can either choose to look in it or close your fucking eyes and keep complaining about how your life is a mess and how your relationships aren't working out and how you want better fucking friends. It doesn't work that way. You can always pivot. You can always change a situation. You can always decide what your beliefs are going to be. If you don't like your beliefs today, you can change them tomorrow and attract a better outcome. And I was realizing like, I was just like sitting here thinking about like some things that I've been manifesting lately. And 
the weird coincidence that had been popping up into my life and how I feel so led and guided by the universe right now. And I was like, why do I ever have the audacity to even think that my manifestations might not come true? Everything I've ever manifested, I have received. Everything I've asked for, I've received. I've just received it in different ways sometimes at timing that I could have never planned in ways that I could have never planned or seen myself. I could not have orchestrated my life better, but it always works out so so fucking well for me. Why would I ever doubt that? Why would I ever think it's not going to work out that way? So if you're struggling with any sort of beliefs around men or you feel like you're consistently being around people and getting into relationships with people that are empty, that don't really value or see you, it's because you don't see yourself. And the more time you spend getting to know yourself, like I'm reading a book right now, it's called The Wisdom of No Escape. I recommend it to anybody, anyone ever. I don't care. It's a really old book, but it's so cute and so fucking perfect. The way I found that book was crazy. Like me and Taya went to this Pilates class in Echo Wood. Is that what it's called? Echo, Echo Park. Jesus Christ, do I even live in LA? And we never go over there. Like there's so many Pilates studios in our area. We went and there was an old bookstore next door and Taya wanted to go in. So I was in there like looking at, all the books. This was the last book I looked at. The very last one, it kind of caught my eye. I was like, oh, that's an interesting title. I didn't really know what the book was about. I just liked the description and I bought it. It's a meditation book and it just talks about letting go and releasing and becoming friends with yourself. And it was saying that on this journey of like becoming your best self, everybody feels like you have to change and you have to transform and you have to become somebody that you're not. And the truth is, that's not the truth. Like the reality is you already are everything you want to be. You just have to release things that don't serve you. I I feel like I touched on this a few weeks ago as well, but it really has a very simple meditation practice of only focusing on your out breath. And then anytime your brain is going crazy, you just say thinking and notice how you say thinking. If you like kind of yell, like thinking, oh, you stupid bitch, you obviously don't love yourself a lot. But if you're like, thinking oh I'm thinking and you just kind of like move your thoughts away it's just like a gentle way of clearing your brain and the whole practice is really just to familiarize yourself with parts of yourself that you might be scared of that you don't feel like are that great just anything that you are struggling with about yourself in your life just like becoming friends with it and then releasing it if it doesn't serve you or maybe figuring out a better way to channel it if is something you want to keep around. Like say you have a lot of anger, like anger is a signal of something deeper going on. So like make friends with that angry side of yourself and just get to know them and understand what drives that. And then you can go about releasing or being like, okay, I have a lot of this energy. Let me take it out in a different way. Like there's just always a fucking solution and I'm realizing how valuable it is to put yourself on a pedestal and to understand that whatever you think about yourself, if you're stepping out of your house and deep down you want validation, you want someone else to tell you that you're hot, that you're pretty, you're going to fall into a lot of situations that you could have avoided if you just told yourself that first. And as your big sister, I'm telling you that because that is something that I have dealt with recently and it's something that I still struggle with, but I'm noticing that it's just an invitation. It's an opportunity to learn how to validate myself in ways that do serve me, that do make me feel good and that do give me good results so that when I go out and I have these experiences and I have fun and I do some fuck shit, I know that I did it for the right reasons. I know that I'm here for the right reasons, you know, like that is also very important to me and I want to practice that more in my life. Your sex life is your sex life. Like if you're doing something and you're happy with it, all that matters is that you're happy with it. I think with sex, like the only thing is just making sure that it's something that you 
want to do. It's something that you are excited to do. It's something that you walked away from happy that you did. And if you're not like figure out what you want to do about that, figure out what boundaries need to be set in place to prevent you from feeling that way again. I think with sex in particular, there were a lot of times where I felt guilty and I thought I just needed to do it more. I needed to like, I was being dramatic. I needed to just shut down that part of me that felt that way. And that wasn't a healthy way to cope with it or deal with it. And now I can see that. So now I just try to make friends with that part of myself and understand like what is really going on in my head before these decisions are made. And what do I want to do differently? If I want to do anything differently, it's always like up to me and I can always pick like what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not, which is like obviously, but sometimes we need a little bit of reminding. You are just always the most important thing. And that's the only thing you really need to remember is that you owe it to yourself to make sure that you're in the best situations possible. You're having a good time. No one is going to look after you the way you could look after you. That's all I have for this episode. As always, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at goodgirlpod. I do Q&As on the Good Girl Instagram every single Monday. You can find my personal at at Julia Thomas. And as always, I'll see you next Thursday. I love you. Bye.